Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Believe podcast. My name is Brother James. Joining me as always, Brother Mark. Welcome. Thank you. Today, Brother Mark and I are uh, trying to answer the question of how do I find God's will for my life? So I think the first place we can start is uh, in order to find God's will, you got to first be in God's will. I know that sounds a little counterintuitive, so let me explain, but essentially God has a specific will for everybody's life. I think he created me, he created you, uh, created everybody on this planet for a specific purpose. And so if the creator made us for a specific purpose, we ought to try to find out what that is. But he also has a general will for for everybody. And the first thing that he wants for every single person uh, breathing on this planet is for them to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and be saved. Yes, sir. And God says in the Bible in many places that you know He wouldn't that that anyone should perish, that that all would come to repentance and know Him. Uh, and then once once we get past that of salvation, um, there are some other things, uh, in as in a general sense, uh, Brother Mark, that, that God wants us to do as well. Um, you know, from there, obviously, He He wants us to get uh, involved with a local New Testament church. Um, obviously, we want to be baptized into a body of believers. It's like you said before; it's a, it's the general things that are that we're going to grow in before we can get to that point where God will reveal to us what He wants us to do specifically. Uh, you know, it's yeah. a lot like uh, I used to hear it a lot growing up. It's a lot like applying yourself to sports. You know, you're never going to get good if you don't put in the work. Well, if you don't come to church and read your Bible and go out soul winning and tell other people about what God did for you and and do just the general things that we're supposed to do as Christians, well then God's never going to reveal himself. How can he give that to you if he doesn't if you if you can't even manage the small things that he asks us to do on a daily basis, you know? Simple things like praying every day, reading our Bibles every day. Well, if we don't know the Master, how's He ever going to reveal to us what He wants us to do? Yeah, that's right. And so, uh, you know, like you said earlier, we have a general will and a specific will. And it's it's amazing how many Christians get so focused on, well, what does God want me to do? What does God want me to do? What does God want me to do? Well, He's never going to reveal that to you if you're not doing the simple things that you're supposed to do. One, are you saved? That's the most important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to know that you're saved. And then, unfortunately, in today's society, you hear a lot of people say, well, I don't have to go to church to be close to God. I would have to disagree with that strongly. I believe in order to grow, we need to be around a body of believers that are going in the same direction that we desire to go into. And ultimately, that's, that's how we're going to know what God expects of us. Last year, I had the amazing opportunity to go to a youth conference and in being in that God called me to preach and I look back in my life and I think well why did he never call me sooner and I don't think that I was ready for that and you know I needed to get to a point where God said okay now I believe you're ready to know the specific will that I have for your life and so it's a growing process yeah I think that the reality is that God speaks to you in, in many different ways. He speaks to you through your time in prayer and your time in God's Word. You mentioned it just a minute ago. It's going to be impossible to understand God's specific will for you if you're not getting to know Him. The Bible from Genesis to Revelation is just that. It's a revealing of who God is. And 
and specifically in the person of Jesus Christ. It's what it's all about. Um, when Pastor preached on John three sixteen recently and talked about, I mean, you could just wrap up almost the entirety of Scripture into those words. That God so loved the world, he sent his only, his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, nothing else, not themselves, not, not, not a church, not baptism, in him, those people would have everlasting life. Once you've done that, you're a babe in Christ, he talks about. You know, you're going to take baby steps. I, I think that it, it gets to a point sometimes where we expect that there's going to be maybe some big moment. You know, somebody slams that big book on the table and yeah. it's this huge revealing. I think certainly those things can happen. But in my own life, what I've seen is these, are these, these little guiding steps that God keeps giving me. The more that I, so I, you've got to take all those little steps each and every day. This is a process. Paul talks about running his race and finishing his course. I mean, that's, it is a marathon, this Christian life. As long as Jesus tarries and we have time here on earth, we're taking just those little steps every single day. If you're not willing to step out on faith on those little steps, it's going to be hard for God to come at you with a with a, you know a life changing let's say decision. Yeah. Um. And and look, I mean, every decision is life changing, but you know what I mean. I'm talking about you know, Lord called you to preach. Sure. I mean that's big, right? And I believe that God has big things for everybody. It may not be to preach or to be a missionary or a pastor or, um specifically there there's i mean the 90 something percent i don't know the exact number you know of christians are just members in a church that work out in the secular workforce that you know are raising families or and whatnot but we all share in that duty of spreading the gospel absolutely i think um that actually brought a story to mind i remember hearing the story oftentimes i think we look at um, a specific will as being a missionary or being called to preach or full-time ministry in some way. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize that God can use us specifically in other ways. And this lady, uh, she was born without any arms or legs. Mm. And so there wasn't really a lot she could do physically, but she would make it a point to take her wheelchair and she would go to Home Depot and, and Lowe's and Walmart and she would ask people for help. Hey, can you get my Bible? out of my bag, hmm. and then they'd take it out for, hey, can you turn to this verse? And then she'd read the verse. And then so she was getting them to a point where she could lead them to the Lord. And God specifically used that. And so, you know, we look at God's specific calling in our lives as it has to be, like you said, this big, huge thing, right? But that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. And sometimes accepting that God's going to use you specifically in this way it's a big thing right? because ultimately it comes back to what do we want to do? We want to lead people to Christ. That's the ultimate goal in everything that we're doing for God. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a missionary. Those are great things, and God uses people specifically in those areas. But even this podcast, uh, this could be specifically what God laid on your heart. And it's been a huge thing. We've seen a lot of positive feedback from it. People yeah. enjoy it. And so people get so caught up on that. Well, God didn't call me into full-time ministry. He must not want to use me. That's not true. And we can't look at it like that.
this notion I think that's real prevalent now, just that general thought out there that, well, I don't need a church. My home is, is my church, you know, or my, my mountaintop is my church or wherever I, you know, I go out into the wilderness and I, the problem with that is that that's not what God says in the Bible. So, you know, somebody says that, that well, I, I think God's will for me is, is X, Y, Z. But if that is going to take you out of a position where God knowingly wants you to be in, you know, being a member of a church and being involved in ministries and, and soul winning, for someone to, to take a step that's going to pull them out of any of that, you'd be hard-pressed to be able to show that that's God's will. I find it hard to believe sometimes when you hear, well, I think God wants me to move where you name the place, right? And there's no church there where they can serve. There's no place for them to get settled in and get their family settled in and grow. But I'm going to make more money at this job. Maybe it is. That's that's where you got to be careful. If you and your family are settled in, involved in ministry, in a church, I think God will make it absolutely clear if he wants you to take your family and, and go and do something else, right? Or, or move or be somewhere else. God can call anybody at any point for any purpose. You know, it's his will ultimately. But if what you're saying in your mind is, well, there's this opportunity and I think it's what God wants me to do, but it's going to take you out of, and you're going to be now less effective for his, his purpose um, as far as the gospel and those things. To me, that's an area I think where you've got to be careful. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. And that really, uh, when I was talking about how God can use you in any way, um, that goes perfectly with that. If if you feel like God's leading you away from the church indefinitely, well, then it's probably not God's will. Uh, and so that's a good point. God's not going to take somebody away um, from a good Bible-believing church unless he's going to take you to another church or has a very specific, maybe a, a field for you, a mission field or something like that. So that's, yeah. that's uh, well said. I'm glad you said that. That goes perfectly. Uh, with what we want, want to get across with, with God's will specifically. Generally, yes, we know what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be in church. We're supposed to be soul winning. We're supposed to be reading our Bibles and praying every day and fellowshipping with other believers. But very specifically, God's not going to just take us away from a church and have us go, oh, well, I want you to go work this job because you're going to make more money, but there's no church there. So good point. Yeah, and what for you, you know, you, you brought it up about, you know, him calling you to, to f- preach. Do you think that that it would have happened that way if you hadn't already been consistently you and your family coming to church and, and are and getting involved and just, and growing. And I mean, do you, do you feel like that played a big role in you knowing and understanding, Hey, this is what God wants me to do. Absolutely. I think, uh, as I look back on, on my life and I see how I've grown, if I would have thought that I was called five or six years ago, I would have found it hard to believe. Like, you know, I was I was nowhere really spiritually where I needed to be, mm-hmm. and I really wasn't as close to God as I desired to be. And I just I don't think He could have used me efficiently. And uh, it's like you said earlier, it, it's baby steps. It's mm-hmm. being consistent in our Christian walk, and it's so simple in theory, but it's such a hard practice when you think about the ways of the world and the opposition, the persecution you're going to face, it's tough. Sure. But it's extremely rewarding when you have that peace that you know 
that you're exactly where God wants you to be. And it's like you, you mentioned John three sixteen for God so loved the world. Well, in that, he also loved us so much that he didn't want us to stay the way that we were. Yeah. And he wants to continue to, to use us and continue to grow and have us be closer to him and him closer to us. And in that, that's when he begins to reveal himself a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And the next thing you know, you, you realize you're dead center in the will of God and it, there's no other place you'd want to be. I mean, you've heard stories about maybe ladies that in, in a ministry in a church somewhere that taught Sunday school for like 40 years and just, I mean, that's just amazing. And you think about how many lives that person impacted because they just got settled in and did what they knew God wanted them to do. And maybe never specifically had uh, something big that happened as far as full-time ministry is concerned, but just week after week, came to church, taught Sunday school, yep, that's you it. know, year after year and young boys and young girls learned from them. And I mean, we can all probably look back any of us, you know, at teachers or people when we were younger, Christians got saved that invested the time in us. And, you know, I think for families, particularly right now, it is so vital uh, that you get your kids and your family under the ministry of a local New Testament church, under the preaching, under the teaching, that's where God's going to provide a hedge of protection for you and your family. It's not going to happen out in the world being influenced by all these different factors and all these different things. There's there's a movement out there that is constantly and constantly progressively away from God, whether it's in the school systems, whether it's whatever it might be. So the more that you have that impacting and influencing you and your children, the harder it is going to be to recognize when God does have something specific he's calling you to do because the noise is just surrounding you and you can't get out from, from underneath it, you know? And so the church is the one place of refuge, of sound doctrine, of these simple truths each and every week that you're that you're learning and growing where God can get you into a position to where now he may give you something more specific. He may say, I want you to be involved in the bus ministry. Maybe that's the step. I'm putting it on your heart to, to get involved in Sunday school somehow, be, you know, be a teacher's helper. I think all those things are, will happen if, again, you're just doing those things each and every day and each and every week that you know that you ought to do. Sometimes I think we can get ahead because we're trying to we're trying to look down the road so much. Hey, just look to next. What's when's the next time I need to be in church? Yeah. Oh, hey, it's it's Monday. I got church is Wednesday. Okay, so go to church on Wednesday. You know, hey, it's 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 Thursday. It's Friday. You know, we got soul winning on Saturday. Come out Saturday and go soul winning. See what it's like to witness to people, and and share the gospel. And that first time that you see somebody get saved because you had the willingness to go, and I hey, it's. It can be a little intimidating. I, I get it. But the first couple times you, you come, we'll, we'll send you out with somebody that, that's been doing it longer and, and knows how to lead someone to the Lord and can share the plan of salvation and the gospel. And, and you just be a silent partner. You just come out there and you support. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's, it opens up things that you just never thought you'd understand about God's will for your life. heard a lot of people say 
the Christian life can be so boring and mundane sometimes. I think there's some truth in that because I think too many people, they're looking for these really high mountaintops all the time, and they think that it's just like this big jump. Hmm. Well, realistically, the daily life is, is, you talk about these teachers that have been teaching Sunday school, uh, teaching girls or boys for 40 or 50 years. I guarantee most of it is just getting up daily, every day, doing the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over, praying for these people being the witness that you're supposed to be. It, it's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. It's an everyday step. And you know what? It's not easy. It's not. But being consistent in that is so rewarding because every day you're getting a little bit closer to God and he's revealing himself to you. And it's it's just, I, I guess I just want to be an encouragement in, in that sense because 18 years ago when I was saved, I never thought once that I would ever be called to preach. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. But it's been a daily walk, and there's been a lot of struggles along the way, and it's going to happen. You know, God doesn't promise that this Christian walk is going to be easy. In fact, he says it's going to be tough, Yeah, uh, the, the struggles that you're going to face. But it's so rewarding. Uh, like you said, especially when you get to see the fruit uh, of your work, ultimately we want to see people led to the Lord. Yeah, And when you directly get to lead somebody to the Lord or be involved in that in some way, it makes everything worth it. Yeah, it does. And, and then— Brother Rusty put it really well uh, in one of his messages, and he was just talking about his his own journey. And he said how it's just when he finally just jumped 100% headfirst all in. I love those two words there. When we as a family just just got all in, it changed everything. It is a challenge, I think, particularly you've brought it up before, you know, working out there in, in the secular world and and dealing with some of the things that you deal with. Um, yeah, it is hard. Um, pastor said it here recently. You will see some suffering and, and some persecution for your beliefs. Um, that That's part of the Christian life. But you will have joy in all of it. Jesus Christ is right there with you through all of it. Why not jump all in? When you finally can make that decision in your mind, I'm, I'm 100% all in for God. He starts to work on you pretty quick. I mean, I notice it in my own life, my own family life. And when you decide I'm putting God first in everything, my marriage, raising my kids, even my work life, as much as I can involve God in decisions I have to make and, and to have wisdom and discernment, what you start to see is those little steps that God wants you to take. It's our job to wake up every single day. God, what's your will for me today? Well, if I haven't read my Bible yet, I know that's the start, right? And, and I need to get up. Bible talks about a lot about, you know, get up, get up early, you know, seek him early. If all you have right now in, in your, in your schedule is five or 10 minutes, cause things are a little hectic. Hey, start there and God will grow it, but seek him early. He's going to reveal to you what his will for you is the rest of that day. But you got to first be in his will. It just all starts with that that choice every single day. That's an amazing thought, being all in. And really the uh, the impact, we think, well, I'm all in, but it really, it really affects uh, a wide range. You know, when you're all in, um, you're going you're gonna to have an impact on people at work. And uh, really something that's, that's been really on my heart lately is this, this younger generation mm-hmm. having two teenagers and two little ones at home. 
them seeing me step out on faith and seeing that, you know what, it is tough, but I'm going to do it because God loves me and I love God, and I want to continue to go forward for God, they're going to have that same passion. It's so huge. Yeah. yeah. M- my wife was saved almost five years ago. Mm-hmm. My daughter was saved almost five years ago. And so just the growth yeah. fr- and five years, it seems like such a long time, but it's really not. Yeah. When you talk about we just had a pastor not too long for revival. I think he's been saved, what, 60 years, 50 years, something like that. An amazing amount of time. Five years seems so small compared to that. Mm -hmm. And just the growth that you've seen. She's already talking about Bible college. She'll be going away to Bible college in two years. Five years ago, she'd have never even thought about Bible college. Well, it's like you said in the beginning, Brother Mark. I mean, he saved you. And he loves you too much to just leave you the way that yep. you were when he found you. Yep, that's it. Uh, and if you'll allow him, that's what his will's all about. It's all about allowing him to do an effectual work in you. If he can work in you, he can work through you. Yep. And that's how you can impact other people. I really I really want to have that impact on people. And that's I mean, that's what it's all about. We mm-hmm. want to see people saved ultimately. And that's how this, this country is going to change. That's how this church is going to grow. Mm-hmm. We can't, can't stop going now. And friends, we hope that this podcast can be a blessing to you. We want to challenge you spiritually, not through anything that we've said or we've done, but through how God can work in your life. If you have any questions about anything that we've talked about today or in any other podcast, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We have a website. You can reach us there. There's descriptions in the podcast of how you can get in touch with us. We want to be a blessing to you. If nothing else, we want to know that you're able to live a, a full and abundant Christian life because you're learning and understanding God's will for you and understanding his truths and how they can impact you and your growth and your Christian walk. Till next time, so long.